0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on Inside Bend, a podcast where we get an inside look at the city of Bend from the people who keep our city running. You'll hear about the innovative ways our local government is responding to our community's needs and helping shape Bend's future. I'm your host, Jacob Larson. This month's guest on the podcast is the communications manager for the Bend Police Department, Sheila Miller. She's here to take a deep dive into the recent results of the public safety survey that was conducted to get a better understanding of the community's thoughts and attitudes about the police department. Ultimately, the goal of the survey is to learn more about the interactions that officers have with the community so they're able to improve or build on what's going well. Okay, let's get into this conversation now. Okay, today on the podcast, I am joined by Bend Police Communications Manager, Sheila Miller. Sheila, thank you so much for being the guest on the podcast today. Thanks for
1: having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: So we're here to talk about the public safety survey um, that recently, uh, we recently got the results. But um, I wanted to start to ask you a little bit about your role here at Bend PD. So um, how long have you been here at the police department?
1: Actually, today is my one-year anniversary at the police department. Wow,
0: okay. And it feels like a lifetime?
1: It does. It's been <laughs> a busy year. It's been a very busy year, but I'm I'm thrilled to be here and I really enjoy my job. That's awesome.
0: And what did you do before you got to the police department?
1: So I was a longtime journalist. Um, I have a master's degree in journalism and worked in print journalism for about 15 years um, before switching over to kind of the communications world. And um, previous to this position, I was the public information officer for the Redmond School District, kind of led them through COVID, which as you can imagine, um, every single day, it seemed like things were changing, especially in schools. So it kept me on my toes. So that was, um, it was great. And then I was very excited to join the police department.
0: Just so people kind of understand, like what, what does a communications manager do at a police department? What's kind of your day to day and your
1: role? Mm-hmm. So I handle um, all external communications for the police department. So um, if you watch local news, you have seen me and you are tired of seeing me. I'm the <laughs> face of the police department. Um, for you know, breaking news, right? If there's a crime, or um, you know, hopefully good news sometimes. And then also, you know, interesting things, right? Like, here's how many DUIs we've had this year. So I kind of message all of that information out to the public. I also do a lot of internal communications within our department to make sure, you know, it's a big department and people work weird shifts in different hours of the day. And so making sure everybody's on the same page and understands what's going on and why we make decisions and that sort of thing, I'm also responsible for.
0: Let's dive into the survey now sure. that came out recently. So um, maybe we'll start with kind of what what is the purpose for the survey and then how, how often is the survey done?
1: Mm-hmm. So we work with Portland State University to put out um, a survey on community attitudes about public safety in Bend um, and that comes out every two years. So we've done this survey in 2017, 2019, 2021, and then this is our most recent coming out this year. Um, and basically, the idea of it is to get a sense of how do people feel about their personal safety, about the community safety, um, how do they feel about our police officers and their interactions with police, um, and where do they think we could improve or where we're doing well. What kind of st-
0: stuck out to you when you saw this survey, just when, you know, when you got the results and you're kind of scanning it.
1: Yeah, I think one of the important things um, is that the vast majority of people think our police department is trustworthy. Um, That number actually went up um, from two years ago, up to 79 percent of people in our town think that um, Ben police are trustworthy. And that's important, especially in the wake of some of the turmoil at a national level involving policing. Um, it's it's um, reassuring to know that at least in our community, most people do feel um, like the BPD is on their side and wants to protect them. Um, <clears throat> they also like overwhelmingly are willing to contact police if they see a crime occurring or if they've been victimized. And so that's really the first step, right? We can't work on crime unless we know that it's happening. And so people being willing to contact us and tell us what's going on um, helps keep our community safe.
0: Um, this might be the obvious question, but why is that trust from the community so important?
1: Well, we can't we can't solve crimes without the help of people. We can't be everywhere all the time. And so having witnesses, having victims who are willing to share their stories, um, that prevents future people from being victimized. Um, we'd love, we, I think we'd all love to live in a place where there is no crime or where there are no victims, but unfortunately that's not the case. And so having people trust us and trust that we are uh, trying to do the right thing, we might not always do it a hundred percent of the time, but that we're trying to figure it out and do the right thing, um, just helps us know that we are, um, we are on that road, right, to solving some of those crimes and and getting that customer service for people. Kind of along the lines
0: of trust here, too. um, A word that's thrown out a lot with uh, government and police departments and that sort of thing is transparency. Um, So why is it so important to have Um, transparency, which leads to, you know, better relationships with the community?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, our police department is a public entity, right? We are answerable to our community. Um, We serve our community. That's why the vast majority of people get into this line of work of policing is because they want to help their community and help them be safe. And um, being transparent helps people understand what we're doing all day, right? Um, If I can share with you um, what happened and why and when, and you know, what we did about it, um, in a way that helps people feel involved and feel like they are, um, feel like they're connected and that, that they understand why a decision was made. I think that builds trust and helps, um, and helps people trust the police department.
0: Switching gears here a little bit, but still kind of taking a look at the survey. Um, I think the, the, the Safeway shooting is still a top of mind for a lot of people, um and so what kind of did obviously that was a big police response a quick response in fact but um what did the sh- survey kind of show in regards to what people said about that incident in particular
1: Yeah so for people who uh, maybe weren't here um we had an active shooter situation at our local Safeway in August of 2022 And this Safeway, or I'm sorry, this um, survey was sent out in November and December of 2022. So definitely still fresh in people's minds. Um, We saw an increase in trust. Um, 16% of people said their trust in us increased um, over the past 12 months. And the number one reason for that overwhelmingly was our response to the Safeway shooting and other high profile um, incidents. And I think. What people saw in that instance was that our officers were highly trained um, and that in the face of something really scary, they are going to go in and do what they need to do to neutralize the threat, which obviously, as we've seen in some other instances, that didn't happen. And um, so we had four officers who were in the building while shots were still being fired. And I think that helped people trust that if they find themselves in that situation or their family members find themselves in a situation that's really scary, they know that our officers are going to take that seriously.
0: I mean, what does that mean for you and for the department and the chief and everybody involved like to to kind of see that response and then see the community kind of backing you up?
1: You know, our officers train for stuff like this, with the hope that it never happens. Um, I think there's always this, this hope that, gosh, I hope I never have to use the skills that I've developed in these active shooter situations. Um, We train on it annually. And um, our officers had actually just conducted um, a full day training exercise back in June, um, on this same situation. And so for our department, I think it was helpful and, and reassuring to know that our officers are well-trained and that they know what to do and that their training takes over. It feels good. It feels good. You know, I had to do a press conference the next day to talk about our response and about the incident. And it was really easy to stand up there and, um, and share that information because I'm really proud of how our officers handled themselves and not just those first ones in the building. We had officers who, even before they'd put out the word that, that, people needed to come in and help people just showed up. Um, people, our, our officers care about our community. They live in our community. And so they are, um, that that's their safe way in a lot of cases. And so we had people just show up to the scene and say, how can I help when, and it wasn't just Ben PD either. We had people from agencies all over central Oregon show up and help. And, you know, that makes me as a, as a civilian feel really safe.
0: I wanted to talk about um, what the survey said in regards to people and their interactions with uh, police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are people viewing that based on or compared to uh, surveys in the past? Like, is it getting better um, personal interactions with officers?
1: Yeah, you know, I read somewhere once, and I, I wouldn't um, be certain that I have the numbers right, but that a negative interaction with a police officer can um, – be like 10 times more influential than a positive interaction with a police officer, which isn't surprising. Um, but most of our, um, I think what I found here in the, in the survey is that more than eight in 10, um, respondents. So people who responded to the survey who had an interaction with Ben PD, right? The Ben PD showed up, um, Said the officer explained their decision. You know, 88% said yes, they explained their decision. They showed concern for their welfare, that was 86%. Treated them with respect, 96%. Um, and treated them fairly, 91%. And listened to them, 93%. Um, a lot of people, when they are, they're not the most people in our town don't encounter cops every day, they encounter cops on their worst day right? They've been in an accident. They've been victimized. Um, they've seen something scary or threatening or just really annoying and cops come and clean it up and they want to be listened to. They want to feel, um, like the cop that shows up cares. And so that response, right. That, that the vast, vast majority of those people feel that that respect was there, um, is a positive. It's a huge positive, um, victims, sort of same thing a little bit lower and that could be because victims are already hurting and they're you know they nobody's happy until the thing has been resolved perfectly um but the vast majority of those people also said that they um, had respect and concern shown to them
0: is that an emphasis for this police department you talk about like those high numbers with just like a police officer listening to mm-hmm. me like is that? um communication and and understanding is that like an emphasis for this department.
1: It is. You know, um officers have a lot of tools in their tool belt and it's not just a gun and a taser and whatever else. They also have to sometimes we call it like verbal judo, right? They have to be able to de-escalate people who are upset. They have to be able to make clear to people that they may not get the outcome that they want, but um I want to listen to your side of the story and figure out how I can help you. Um, all of our officers are trained in um, like crisis response, so people who are suffering or struggling with a mental health issue um, or who are just having a really bad day, um, our officers are all trained. I think we're at 100% now. If not, it's like 98% are all trained to um, use those tactics to calm people and um, treat them with respect and not lose their patience and just just really, um, really treat them with that respect, and I do think um, that shows in the survey. But it also, um, I think can be unexpected for people. I think they forget that cops don't just show up and, um, you know, bark orders. They they often have to use that um, those communication techniques.
0: On in the survey too, like what what are people saying? Like do do people overall do they feel safe in bend has it continued to feel safe what are kind of people thinking about safety
1: yeah i think that was one of the the things that um was maybe a little bit less positive in our survey mm-hmm. um the vast majority of people in our community who responded to the survey feel safe you know walking alone in the day in their neighborhood but and and, and in most other places as well but about a third of people said they felt less safe overall than they did 12 months ago in our community. And um, when you drill down on that, some of the reasons um, seem to be things like um, increasing houselessness, um, drug use, um, kind of those quality of a lot of quality of life issues. Um, and so I think that's something important both for our department to communicate. Um, right. We're being homeless is not illegal. Um, doing something illegal while being homeless is, you know, that happens just the same way that you or I might do something illegal. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully not. Um, (laughs) but you know, helping to educate people about the rules about, um, drug use. Um, if you, you know, it's, it's a whole different topic, but measure 110 did, um, Go a long way in legalizing user amounts of drugs, and that limits what police officers can do um, when they see someone using drugs, um, or when someone using drugs is reported to us. So that is, um, I think there's some concern about how that is affecting quality of life locally. Um, and then I think the other part of that, and you know, it's not a, it's not an easily solved issue, is that our community has grown really fast, and it continues to grow really fast, and. Um, as a city grows, bigger city issues show up, and um, that also means that, that the thing that might feel most important to you, right, that there's an abandoned vehicle in your neighborhood or um, kids are driving too fast through your neighborhood, it's not to say those things aren't really important to you, especially if you've taken the time to call um, and report it, um, but understanding that as our city has grown and our police department remains um, pretty um, small that we have to make decisions about um, what types of crimes we respond to in what order. And an abandoned vehicle is obviously going to be a lower um, priority than a DUI or a domestic violence situation. And so helping people understand that it's not that we don't care, but we have to deal with these high priority crimes first um, is important.
0: We're looking at this housing housing crisis. We've seen an increase in people experiencing houselessness around our community. Um, how did that impact the survey results, and kind of what numbers are we seeing from people in regards to that topic? I
1: think where we see it is a lot of people um, reference houselessness along with other things, and so in terms of feeling safe in their community, they may reference um, seeing an increase in homelessness. Um, in they see that they they say that they have seen an increase in Mean petty crime and they associate that with houselessness whether or not that is completely accurate um it's how people feel and if that's how people feel um then that's their reality and and we need to help address that or help them understand you know whether that's the case now certainly there are you know our chief has done um like matrixes to uh, determine the um number of crimes that have taken place um, at encampments, right? Like Hunnell Road is a good example. Um, we do see a number of calls for service in some of those more established camps, um, but there are also places in town where there's no calls for service and there's homeless people living there. So um, I think I think overall it makes people uncomfortable. It makes people sad to see um, someone living on the street, and um, I think it can also be scary for people. And so. I think that affects their feeling of security in their own community.
0: What did the community say about crimes that they want the police department to focus on?
1: Obviously, violent crime, you know, that's, it's fairly rare in our community. But when it happens, um, our community expects us to respond. Um, and that's great. The other part that continually comes up as a thing that people worry about um, is DUII enforcement. I think our community is... Um, very concerned about DUIs. We have two full-time officers who—that is what they do—is DUI enforcement. Um, but it hasn't—it hasn't decreased in terms of this isn't a concern to people anymore. If anything, people are now seeing, well, geez, if you can arrest almost 700 people a year for DUI, how many people are getting away? Um, and so that's been a big focus um, for our community over the last four years or so. Um, and then the other thing we saw that people are worried about is property crime and investigating property crime. And, you know, so we'll take that information and figure out how we can help, um, you know, make a difference and try and cut down on what is the biggest concern for our community.
0: Um, what was, What's like one thing you wish people understood better about the work that police are doing and maybe even specifically here at Ben PD?
1: Yeah. You know, um, something I've always heard a lot of Um, being involved with the police department is, um, gosh, it must be easy to be a police officer in Bend because there's no crime here. Um, and I sit at my desk and listen to our, uh, radio and I see our calls for service come in every single day. And we are very lucky, uh, to live in a community that is overall very safe. Um, but our police officers are running all day long from thing to thing to thing And I think one of the things that people maybe don't understand about what they do is the variety, right? Um, Larger agencies might have specialty assignments for a real wide variety of crimes. Um, Our patrol officers might go from a child abuse investigation to a broken down car on the parkway to a DUI to a murder. You know, they just they never know what their day holds. And um, they are constantly having to adapt and switch and, um, you know, change their methods. And uh, as they go from crime to crime and they are busy and, um, you know, they they are working really hard. And that's what I really want our community to know about what our officers are doing out there all day.
0: What is it for you that kind of motivates you and makes you want to do the job that you have?
1: I covered some um, police stories when I was a reporter and I always found it really interesting kind of how the process works. Um, I appreciate the variety in my day, Um, but also I think um, helping people understand public safety in their community is really vital. Um, I don't take for granted that I can walk through my downtown day or night and feel safe and that is the product of my police department. Um, And so I want people to understand what they're doing behind the scenes so that you don't have to think about it, you know, or if you do have to think about it, what they're also doing to try and keep you from, you know, worrying. So um, I just think it's really valuable. It's important for our public to understand what police officers are doing um, to keep our community feeling the way it does.
0: Thank you for taking the time to speak to me. I appreciate it. My,
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you to Sheila for being our guest on the podcast. If you want to learn about the Bend Police Department or read the 2023 Bend Police Survey, you can head to bendoregon.gov police. Thank you for tuning in to Inside Bend. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe, and you can check back each month for new episodes. And also a very special thank you to the Pitchfork Revolution for providing us with this music.